This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Equity Minds! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 20 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce and... For the very first time this year, I'm joined by Ren in the room. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most listeners probably won't realise the difference, but yeah, True. for us, we're together once again. Ren's up in Sydney. Good to have him uh, in the podcast room, uh, recording live um, rather than over Skype. So, have the Swans played this week? Yeah, we yes. lost to Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Devo. You're just on, a, on cloud nine because you, you finally got a win. This is true. Well, two wins in a row. Bombers are up. Bombers are up. Yeah. Well, Ren, we're not here to talk footy as much as we would like to, and we are planning to do a football podcast to rival that of the <laughs> AFL. <laughs> um, we're here to talk all things Australia's next top trader. We are into the last week, starting the the last week of competition. So, as always, we're going to wrap up what was uh, week five, have a look at how we performed, how our portfolios went, uh, what happened on the US markets, and then um, have a chat about what's coming. We're almost at the end of the competition. It's been massive. We are, yeah. It's been a good five weeks. Uh, It's been a great five weeks for the US markets as well. So, if you were uh, if you were picking a time to do a trading competition, we picked a good good spot. Yeah. Couldn't have picked it better, actually. <laughs> we, I might just touch wood because we might have jinxed it for week six. <laughs> yeah, well, for all those beginners who have got in and made a trade and have uh, been successful off the back of a pretty strong bull market since December, then uh, it's been a good, but I wouldn't say um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. <laughs> Not a uh, whatever. Anyway, we'll cut that bit out. But um. no, no, we'll leave it in. We'll leave it in. Anyway, talking about a good but not great. Uh, let's talk about our personal performances in the rankings. Okay. And I'm very excited to get to this because <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> uh, so to give everyone a recap of last week at the end of week four, you were uh, ranked 361, and I was ranked 138. Uh, I have managed to consolidate my lead in the next week. I am up uh, 25 spots. I'm now ranked 113. 
and you unfortunately fell 23 spots, oh. and you are now 384. Oh. So if, oh. we, if we have a look at overall, I'm up 2.19%, and you're down 2.62%. So I'm just slowly broadening that gap. That's all that I care about. I know, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have I told you that already? <laughs> to, so, two point six two percent. I'm down. Yeah, and I'm ranked three hundred and eighty fourth. Overall, I think that's a pretty good performance from everyone. If I'm towards the bottom of the leaderboard and my losses are only two and a half percent. Yeah, well, there's like, a, there's a fair few people below you still, but are there? yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Apologies to all those below, but um, all right. Well, let's d- dive into that, Ren. Uh, I will go first because my portfolio is performing the worst. We'll let uh, we'll let you come home with the goods. I actually placed a few trades last week. Yeah. Um, so I'm still in my uh, QQQ and my Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got into a gold gold miner, um, Sibanye Gold Limited, mm-hmm. purely based on uh, some technicals there. So I threw two hundred into that, uh, or two hundred and fifty, um, and I'm down twenty percent. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so luckily I've got a stop loss in, <clears throat> um, but I'm going to see how that plays out. So it's down twenty. Uh, my QQQ up fifteen. Went in long on the on oil again. Yep. Uh, it's down 0.86%, and I went long on Accenture okay. uh, based on a technical performance indicator as well. 200-day um, moving average, 20-day moving average, all-time high and uh, above volume were the four things that I looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd also had some solid reporting, uh, and it's sort of booming at the moment. So I've jumped in on that. At the moment, it's up half a percent. So I'll ride them out, got stop losses on all of them. Um, so, yeah. That's my uh, portfolio at the moment. Nice one. That 20% fall kills you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> dead, dead. Well, yeah, so that's where I've got my negative 2% return because if you look at the rest, I mean, QQQ up 15% mainly because it follows the NASDAQ, which I think is up 16% or so this year. Yeah. So how's yours looking? Uh, so I think we, we were interviewed this week and one thing I said that uh, uh, investing is this one field where laziness is a virtue. Yeah. Um, and I have embodied that once again. <laughs> um, after we recorded our episode last week, uh, I talked about putting a trade on a 3x, uh, th- so three times leveraged uh, inverse ETF uh, for the US financial yes. sector. Yes. So essentially I was making a big bet on the US financial sector falling well, JP Morgan had a great report um, <laughs> this week. They, they reported uh, record revenue and record net income for uh, Q1 2019. So Couldn't the, have been more wrong. <laughs> the US financial sector didn't have a bad week. In fact, it had a pretty good week and uh, it was up 2.1% of the sector overall for the week. So I uh, got hurt on my... Um, three times leveraged short position on the US financial sector and uh, how much? I was down 5.42% for the week. So I didn't actually have a stop loss on. Um, again, laziness. <laughs> but 5% for a leveraged product, not too bad Yeah, yeah. at and the end of the day. The good thing for me is that Dell is still sitting in there, haven't been stopped out on it yet, over 5% up on that. So um, just, you know, ticking away. Um, I'm just going to really consolidate what I'm doing. I'll probably sell the three times leveraged financial product and instead 
might get into something a little bit more vanilla just to ride out the last week of the competition and make sure I don't lose. Um, to me. To you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've really got to go YOLO here and put in a Hail Mary of a trade. I, I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, really get it done. Hopefully, I can crack into the 200s because that'd be a massive move. Yeah, it'd be pretty embarrassing if you're hosting this competition and you're okay, not in okay. the top half. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good cross-section of what can happen yeah, to investors. Yeah, true. At least, like, I'm in the top 25%. So, like, true. I'll take that. True. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pramesh is our leader. He's uh, on top at 36.5%. Um, our leading university player is Adrian, who has been sitting in second for a while now, up 28.84%. So some really good gains there. Then we've got Jordan third. He's uh, he's come up the leaderboard from University of New South Wales up 21% and Amir 21% as well from University of Technology Sydney. So the top four are all really fighting it out this week, Ren, and uh, to see who is going to take the major prize of a trip to New York City and tour of the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, I think it's interesting that week one when we did this update, our number one performer was what, like 29% up or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we're five, four or five weeks later and our number one is at 36%. Yeah. It just shows how you can have those great weeks and you can pick those great stocks, but consolidating it and growing it over a long period of time is difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ups and downs. So it really means, you know, if week one someone can make 30% in a week, basically anyone, maybe except for you, is in with a shot. <laughs> this is true. I'd... Uh, we've reached out to the top 20 to get some information. I'm interested to know if these guys are still in their stocks or if they've just sold out and are sitting there playing a bit of catch me if you can. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so, that would be a tough choice. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we don't have to make it. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ren, uh, Easter Saturday, this Saturday the 20th is when we will be uh, finishing the competition. Um, shuts after the markets close. Uh, the competition ends after the markets close um, on Saturday morning and we will then reveal the winner uh, the week following that. Um, We'll we'll shut down the leaderboard and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing who wins. Well, I think we'll shut down the leaderboard at some point this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's a wrap of our portfolio. What about the stocks uh, and the US market overall? Um, We spoke last week about how the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ has been booming yep. or hitting record highs. Yep. That trend continued this Does. week. So the NASDAQ was up 0.82%, but it uh, was pushed up on Friday by the tech stocks and hit record highs. Mm-hmm. Um, so above that, uh, th- that mark that it was hitting before the December fall. Mm-hmm. So as we've discussed many times, if you'd got in during December, you'd be sitting very pretty. Yep. Uh, the S&P 500 was up 0.6 of a percent, again, continuing its, its bull run. Yep. Um, and I've got a couple of companies that performed really well last week, Ren, and one that we've spoken about before, and that's Walt Disney. Uh, it had a kicker of a week, um, up 11.5% on Friday alone mm-hmm. um, due to some talks of, in discussion of uh, bidding for 21st Century Fox media assets from yeah. what I understand. No, so it, it already has already purchased th- those assets, um, which is things like you know Marvel and all that stuff. Um, so that's all owned by Disney now. Uh, it actually announced its new streaming service, Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Um, so that's been in talks for a while. They pulled their content off Netflix maybe six months ago or so. Um, if you've got Stan in Australia now, that's why you've got all the Disney stuff there. Yeah. Um, 
So they announced uh, Disney Plus. Uh, it's going to be six ninety nine a month, and it's going to have wow. all of US. Uh, yeah, US. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's going to have all of Disney's back catalog, obviously, and um, all of twenty first century Foxes. So if you think about what that means, it's like. Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, all that stuff, all those kids' uh, cartoons, Lion King, all that stuff. So there's there's a whole lot of stuff on there. And then uh, they've been making a, a concerted push into streaming-specific content. So some of the stuff that Disney are producing now is being produced not for cinemas or for, you know, anything like that, but or, or for, you know, like the Disney Channel, their cable channel, but specifically for the streaming service. And so it'll be... You know, rather than, you know, if you're doing a cable show, it's got to be, you know, 30 minutes long with a few ads in between. And, you know, if you're doing a movie, it's got to be two hours long. I wouldn't, you know, stuff like that. Whereas with streaming, you have more flexibility. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in that space. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so they they announced it. Market went up. I, I reckon if, you, if you're a parent and you've got kids, you can pay $6.99 to just get all the kids' content that you want. I, I reckon a lot of people will do it. Yeah. It's interesting though, like there's a broader discussion, probably one that we can have and have some other time. If if every different service has a their own streaming service, it kind of defeats the point of it. Yeah, we were talking. I was talking about this with um, Seamus on Friday as well. It's getting to a point now where you almost you need to be signing up to so many. Yeah, and it's just put. It's almost off putting now. It's yeah. just like oh, I don't want to pay for Netflix. I don't want to pay for that as well to get all the content that I yeah. want. And apparently. Piracy now yeah, is starting to thing. go yeah, up yeah. because people are like, "Well, I don't don't have to pay for all of these mm. services, so I'm just going to start illegally downloading yeah, it again." Yeah. And if you think about it in Australia now, like we don't even have as many as America, but we have Stan, Netflix, Foxtel, uh, Amazon. Uh, this Disney one will come out soon, and there's probably more that I'm not thinking of. And it's like, who wants to buy five subscriptions? Yeah, yeah, Apple. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing with like the great thing with Spotify and Apple Music is that. They don't have exclusive rights to the music. Like if you want to listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you can have a Spotify subscription or a Apple Music subscription and you can listen to it. Whereas, you know, if we the analogy here would be that these music streaming services fight for different bands and every brand is an exclusive right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Every band. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's I get why they do it, but it's frustrating for the consumer. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. Anyway, that, that's <laughs> let's get back to the market. Any other good performers this week? Two top performing stocks on stake this week, Ren. Two that I hadn't heard of. Funware Inc. Uh, is engaged in managing and monetizing mobile audiences through multi-screen as a service platform. Now, I had never heard of MAAS. We know what SAAS is, Software as a Service. They're up 42%. And Anandarko Petroleum Corporation engaged in the exploration, development, production, and marketing of oil and gas properties. So uh, both of those up in the 40%. So I'm pretty sure that second one uh, is up because Chevron are looking to buy it. And the Permian Basin, I'm pretty sure it's called, is the most productive oil and gas field in the world, and it's in the United States. And Chevron are looking to buy that company because then they'll have like a 70-mile continuous plot of land in which in that basin to drill but it's interesting because another company whose name escapes me um put in a a bid for that as well and chevron's bid was lower and yet the border taking chevron's bid i'm pretty sure is the the story there so it's interesting that you know as a shareholder you obviously you want to maximize your returns but it seems like the company board are 
sell into a lower offer because the long-term potential is better. So mm, mm. anyway, that's an, an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. What about from your point of view? So I, I had um, Disney as well. That was definitely the big news. Um, the other one that we touched on was JP Morgan had a really strong earnings report, uh, which probably bodes well for um, the, you know, the rest of the US financial sector. Some of the bad ones for me, um, the US healthcare sector had a rough week. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty in that market at the moment because of the repeal of the Affordable Care Act and uh, there's growing talk on both sides of the aisle, so in Republicans and Democrats, on um, how to bring down the cost of prescription drugs, which is obviously an anchor on that industry. Uh, and there's even, you know, some of the US presidential candidates are talking about how do we get rid of private health insurance completely. So there's a lot of uncertainty in that sector, and it was down 2.4% for the week. So, um, yeah, that, that, was a, uh, that was a tough one. And then one other one, notable one, that we might talk about more in an episode some other time, um, and I don't think they're on stake yet, but they only IPO'd this week, so they might be coming on the, you know, in the coming days. The first Africa-focused tech company to launch on any global exchange launched on the New York Stock Exchange this week. Yeah. The company's called Jumia, J-U-M-I-A. Uh, and it was up 75% on the first day of trading. Wow. So if you would put all your money in that on stake, you would be winning the comp. <laughs> yeah. But as all things IPO, will it, will it continue or will people True. start taking True. all of the massive profits that they've made? Yeah. So what is it? Well, let's, uh, let's leave our listeners in a bit of suspense. Oh. Uh, we might do an episode on it a bit later where we'll break, break down what it is and okay. why it's important. Um, but for the purposes of this, uh, what's hot and what's not, let's just leave it at it was very hot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's leave it there. Now, uh, we're hopefully going to be checking in with Matt as well to get his view on the last week and what's going to be coming in the next week, um, going into the last uh, seven days, of five days of trading for the competition. A lot of the recommendations uh, or stop picks that he's had on his watch list over the last six weeks have actually performed very well. So if you're needing some ideas, then uh, certainly listen to what he has to say. Yeah, and it's actually his birthday today. Yeah, so uh, happy birthday, Matt. Um, we hope that the market is kind to you on your birthday <laughs> week. <laughs> All right, Ren. Well, let's leave it there. Massive week coming up. I'm going to put in a YOLO trade and hopefully bring it home. Um, <laughs> if I do manage to be, yeah. it's going to be an amazing story. Oh, amazing. <laughs> They'll write books about it. You're really Stephen Bradbury, this competition. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's leave it there and we'll chat next week when we wrap it all up. Sounds good. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Equity mates! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Equity. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.